So, Mr. The Jelly. Mr. The Russell of shelves. Yes, I have many shelves. That's And they're all a bit, uh, yeah, rusty, oxidized, whatever word you prefer. I don't want to yeah. judge. But, yeah. Jelly, I have a question for you. And I don't know if you're even ready for this. this. This one's like left field. Do you think I'm not ready for this jelly? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think you're going to be so jelly when you find out how good this question is that you'll be like, oh, I wish I'd asked it. Jelly, have you or have you not ever built a Hackintosh? Built is a strong word. I've turned a computer into a Hackintosh that I didn't build. Does that count? Ooh, I'm going to give that a 50% partial yeah, okay. credit. I, it's partial just credit. a past. So how yeah. how did how was the experience for you and how long ago was this? Oh, this was a long time ago. So I actually have the little machine in front of me here. It's a Dell Inspirion Mini. Like it's a it's a netbook. Do you remember netbooks? They oh, were, I remember the netbooks were all crazy. They were crazy. all the rage. Yeah, everyone wanted one. Yeah, this is a little Dell Inspirion uh, netbook. And um, I got it because I'd heard that it was pretty good for getting um, Mac OS onto. And that's what I did. It's running 10.5 at this point still. And yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it works. It works mostly fine. Like, obviously, it doesn't have any of the cool new features that OS X has now. But, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's technically a Hackintosh. <laughs> technically. See, uh, technically, it is. Yeah. No, I guess we'll pay that. I mean, I built one about four years ago as well. And I got to the end of it, and some things weren't working, and some things were working. And it was really slow. It was back in the days where you could Hackintosh things, but. Yeah. Generally, you were doing it just to just because you could, not because it gave you some massive advantage over like anything. You're like, yeah, look, look what I did. I made something run on something that couldn't run. I think this is the same attitude, Jelly, that took you know men to the top of mountains, men and women, uh, you know, people to the moon, that sort of right. thing. This is like, yes, if there's something to be done, you have to be able to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason that I did it was not necessarily because I felt that I could, so therefore, why not? It was more that I couldn't really afford a Mac at the time. Because they're, they're, they're expensive, and I was on, like, retail salary. So this thing was cheap because I worked at uh, the store that sell, sold them, and it just kind of worked out for me. It, you know, that was my that was a tip, technically my first Mac, I guess. Like, it was a non-Mac. Yeah, th- no, this is exactly the same for me. I had a retail job, but it was only part-time. Yeah. I, the Mac laptops then were, I think, about 3500 Australian dollars, and I was like... Man, I'm never yeah. going to be able to afford a three and a half thousand dollar laptop. Let's just yeah. forget about this. And then I think a year later, I had a full time job, and you know I was working like you know forty hours a week, earning like a developer salary. And that's when I got my first like real Mac. And then from there, I'm like, ha ha, this Hackintosh thing was so stupid. Like I'm never ever ever <laughs> going to do that again. You know what? Yeah. What a weird thing to do. And then fast forward to 2016, Jelly, and now. Everyone I see on Twitter is is like building a Hackintosh, you know, developers, designers, like just, I just see like a new build every day. They're like, hey, check out my Hackintosh build. Have you, have you noticed this trend? I have noticed this trend. A few people that both you and I know have been doing this or been talking about this. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like, what? Wait, what is this? Like 1999? I don't understand. <laughs> like, why why are we still talking about this? Yeah, I mean, I was I was pretty perplexed at it as well. At first, I'm like, why? Why would you do this? Like, Macs are so smooth. You know, everything's, you don't have to worry every time an update comes out. Yeah. And then I started talking to some of these people. I'm like, why, why would you bother doing this? And they started showing me some of their benchmarks. They're like, look, I've got like a, you know, a 2012 MacBook Pro. I could update to, you know, the MacBook Pro that Apple sells today. And I get like 10%, 15, you know, 20% like extra performance. They're like, big deal. Like, I can build 
a $1,200 Hackintosh and I can like quadruple my performance. And one guy I know, you know, Tony Arnold, he, he built one and he was showing me like all the build times for all these various things. I'm like, whoa, like this is, this is fast. It's basically faster than the iMac 5K. It's faster than my Mac Pro, at like, you know, single threaded stuff. I'm like, ah. And he's like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't build a Hackintosh because, you know, I love, you know, tinkering with PCs or that sort of thing. He's like, I built it because I wanted like raw speed and Apple wasn't there to, to give me the raw speed. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. Apple's hardware has been kind of lagging as of late as far as the, uh, you know, the technical side of it goes. But I don't know. On the other hand, the thing that you said before about I don't want to have to mess about with all the settings and the drivers. Like, this is part of the reason why I bought a Mac in the first place, right? <laughs> like, this is the reason why I came to Apple was like, oh, you know what? If I buy a Mac, I never have to worry about installing that particular driver for that particular printer ever again. And I think that would is the thing that would ever keep me from doing a Hackintosh would be just like my sheer laziness just kind of comes to the point of, you know, I'd have to search down out this particular piece of hardware and make sure that I can get the correct drivers for it and go through the install process and every time that an update comes out I'd have to do like I'd have to make sure that everything is going to work first and I, d- I don't think I have the the time or the wherewithal for that I, I think I've worn myself out on, on that front <laughs> see I'm, I think I'm slightly different I was probably where you are a year ago like I when I was younger <laughs> I used to build I used to build like PCs right this would be a thing like you build a PC for a friend and then you build one for yourself and yeah I loved it, you know, slotting all the different bits together, you know, spending days and if not weeks sort of researching which components go best with which components and hey, yeah. how can you squeeze that like extra bit of performance out of this? And then, like I said, I got a full-time job and I'm like, I'm over this. Like I don't have time to tinker with a stupid PC and wonder like, why does it freeze after 30 minutes of blah? Like who cares? Like I just yeah. buy a Mac. And yeah. I feel like now like I see that Apple is like powering on all cylinders on the iPhone, you know, new iPhone every year, twice as fast, crazy good GPU, like crazy good something else iPad similar, you know, you got the iPad Pro, you got the pencil, you know, it's it's all moving forward. And then you look at the Mac and you're like, oh, I can buy the pretty much the same Mac Mini they've been selling for like the last three years with like hardly any performance improvements. I can buy a laptop, but even that doesn't have like the latest, you know, processors and things in it. And I look at something like the Mac Pro, I'm like, well, that's three years old now. Like there's there's nothing up to date. And then you look at, you know, all the people on the PC side of things and they're like, look at my crazy fast like M2 SSD. It now does like three gigabits a second. I'm like, what? what? And then it's it's suddenly like, on the other side of the equation is like I'm a developer. Everything I do is about like there's only one of me, right? So the, yeah. the more speed I can get, the better. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder. Like it, it was very tempting to me for the first time in like four or five years. I'm like, ooh, like I could spend not a huge amount of money compared to like how much Apple stuff costs and I could get something faster, like way faster than I have now. Yeah, I mean, that that makes sense. It sounds good to me. Sounds good. I don't think I could go with it. It's not your thing. I don't. I don't think it's my thing. Like I. I, I think that my time. My time with building computers is well and truly done. Uh, unless something really bad happens with Apple stuff, I think I can. I think I can handle it. Like, uh, you know, I. I am perfectly okay with how long uh, uh, you know Xcode takes to build my project because I'm not Facebook and I don't like you know. I don't have so much things to build that you know my computer runs so slowly if I even try to check out the entire project. The things that I work on are typically fairly small, so I don't I, like I don't really feel like I'm lagging that much. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm the weird one here. <laughs> 
No, because I think, see, I've been following this like in the, I say the press, it's more like blogs and, and podcasts and things. It's not in yeah, the mainstream yeah. media, like Liz Bruder Hockintosh yeah. on CNN. CNN.com. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That hasn't really got to that level yet. It's, it's yeah. no Pokemon Go. But yeah. the, the thing is like, I think for me, it's like FOMO. I see all these people building them. They get so much choice, right? You can choose between like hundreds of different case styles. You can choose like, you know, dozens of different like CPUs and you can choose exactly which, um, you know, bits of everything you want to plug in. And then the stuff they're building is faster and cheaper than like what I already have. And I'm like, that looks so cool. Like they're building these, you know, really, really like fast, you know, PC Hackintosh things that are really small, like really good looking. I'm like, ah, like I I don't know, Jelly. I feel like I'm missing out on something. I, I can't explain it. I don't necessarily feel like you're missing out. The th- the only thing that you're really missing out on is the hours that you have to spend building the computer. And then, oh, for some reason, this motherboard just it doesn't like what's going on. Maybe I have to send it back. Oh, I'll send it back. Ten days later, you get a new motherboard <laughs> and you plug it in, and now the RAM is like is like conflicting with it somehow. And yeah, see, I don't miss that. I think that I, I think I have I have very uh, like strong memories of like all the things that went wrong building my own PCs back in the day, and I can't get past it. I don't think. But I mean, I totally understand the idea of like you know be able, being able to have your choice and that sort of thing. Uh, you know that's that's kind of nice, and it's the sort of thing that you don't get with Apple. And I mean, being an Android user as you are, oh, is this going to be a low blow, Jelly? No, it does. It makes sense. Like you are used to the idea of having choice, I think, and that makes sense. And I, I think in certain situations, and Hackintoshes and phones and that sort of stuff. Like the the reason that these things is, exist is because you know some people just want to have a choice between something more than just like uh, what what's it called now? Um, the gray color, the 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 space oh, space, space gray, bl- space gray. I, I, it was like slate or something originally or something. Oh, well, I went to buy the, and then the last white, iPhone, yeah. and I'm like, can I have the white iPhone? And the Rose woman in line's like, she's like, no, 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 it's called silver. I'm like, I don't care, just. Sell me the white iPhone. She's like, silver. I'm like, okay, sell me the silver iPhone. <laughs> Some people take this very seriously. But, I mean, you, you only get a handful of choices if you want to get an iPhone. And I, I guess that's part of what plays into the idea of having, you know, a thousand million different Android phones and, you know, I guess Hackintoshes in this particular case. I think you might be onto something. I think that's the other thing I really like about it is there was a time when I really loved the fact that Apple sold like two laptops. You could get it in like 15 inch or you could get it in like 17 inch. Like these were your choices. Like pick one. I'm like, oh, okay, 15, that's cool. But I feel like now that, you know, I've had that experience, I've had it for many years, it's almost like, I think I'm starting to get bored with those choices. Like I look at the iMac and I'm like, that's nice. But what if I want like a wider screen? It, I'm sure I can buy another screen and stick it next to my iMac, but now I have two screens that like don't match each other. Like for me, that's weird. Like I'm like, what if mm. I want like a 34-inch screen? Or what if I want like, a, you know, two of these kind of screens? Like I don't get that choice. And then I look at other stuff like a new, a new Samsung releases like a new hard drive, right? Three gigabits a second, like relatively cheap. I'm like, I can't put that in my Mac. Like it's all soldered onto the, like the motherboard. There's no... You know, I remember one of the Mac laptops had, in fact, the first two I had used to have a little thing that you'd slot open and then you better put your own drive in there. So when SSDs became a thing, I'm like, sweet, five minutes later, I have an SSD like laptop. And now I look at, you know, things like my my iMac and I'm like, oh, like there's nowhere to put this. Same with the Mac Pro. It's like the top of the line Apple computer. 
And if I want to get a faster hard drive, there is no way to to put that in there. I've got to dangle it off the back with like a USB cord or something. I mean, see, th- this is also the same the same issue. I think is coming into play. Have you heard of? I, I'm sure you have because I mean, you're you. Uh, have you heard? <laughs> have you heard of the uh, the the? Is it a Motorola phone that's like you make it out of pieces of like that you stick onto a board? Oh, this is this was a Motorola project. So I'm saying it's a Google project now. I think it's called yeah. Project Ara. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's changed hands a couple of times now, because um, I remember talking to uh, talking about it on a different podcast like two, three years ago. So it's been around for a while. But the idea is that you build like a phone, and I guess given that it's Google, you stick Android on it out of various components. So you, you know you can have a fancier camera if that's what you want, or you can you know, up the hard drive space if that's more your thing. And I, I guess, like on that sort of playing field, on the phone playing field, I mean, you can't put iOS on it because that would be that. I don't think that would work particularly well. Maybe you could. I'm sure someone out there has. But I mean, it's the same sort of thing. Like I, I look at that phone, and every time I see that come up in the in in, in the tech news, I'm like, I don't know that I really want to do that. I feel like what would happen is I'd take the camera off because I want to put you know my other this you know this uh, flash drive um, you know component in. And then I'd lose it, and like I'd I'd be like, oh, I lost my you know, three hundred dollar camera. I I don't know that I could handle that. And I think it's the same thing, like somewhat the same thing with Hackintoshes. Like I just don't know that I like. It seems like it's too much bother for me. See, I don't know that that's the same thing. Like I'm I'm exactly the same as you with my phone. I have no interest in this Project Ara phone whatsoever because. I think the whole point of a phone is it's meant to be super integrated, like nice and slim. It fits into your pocket. It goes into your bag. It goes into a case if that's your thing. It's not meant to be a thing that you go home and tinker with, like for me at least, because it's a phone. Like it's a, I don't know, it's almost like a universal utility device. Like I want a nice phone, but I don't right. I don't need my phone to be faster. It's not like I open my phone. I'm like, oh, my phone's so slow. Like I wish it blah better. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't have I that I wish it built my projects faster with Xcode for iPad. Oh, yeah, there is that one, isn't it? When that comes along, maybe then I'll wish for it. But do you know what I mean? Like sometimes I'll do something on my computer and it'll take forever. And I have this problem. I don't know why. I bought the original MacBook, you know, the new one with the USB-C port or whatever. Oh, yeah. The, the first generation of that one that came out. I'm like, the crap book. Yeah, exactly. Now that I found out that out years later. The, the thing is, <laughs> it is so slow. Like I was sitting next to someone at uh, WWDC and I went to, you know how with Xcode, you got to do that unzip, install, then like something else. This process took 45 minutes, Jelly. And the other person did it like it in take five. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to buy another laptop because, you know, Apple has like no good laptops available at the moment. Like, what do I do? And I think, I think that's where I'm projecting some of this Hackintosh stuff. I'm like, oh, I could build one of these. I could get something faster. I could do it myself. Like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's all those things in one package. I think that's the only thing that draws me to it. The thing, the thing that is though, like with a Hackintosh, I mean, you can't really build a laptop. Can you build like they're, they're not? That's not the sort of thing that you build when you build a computer. You build like a desktop thing, a box that you stick on your desk, right? Yeah, but it feels like. I want to do it out of spite. I'm like, fine, Apple, you won't give me the laptop that you want. I'll build the desktop that I want. That'll learn you. Some, somehow I don't think they'll care that much. I don't think they'll care. Well, okay, so this is a good question, right? It is technically illegal to run OS X on something that's not Apple hardware. That's, that's right. part of the license agreement. Do you think yeah. Apple cares? Like they must be reading all the same news that we're reading. I think they care, probably. Like they probably care in the same way that they care about people jailbreaking iPhones. Yeah, okay. Because a lot of the things that you have to do in order to get a Hackintosh working on, you know, a piece of any old hardware is kind of do things 
to the texts and stuff. Like I, I remember having to go through that process of like in, installing new texts and stuff. That's a kernel extensions for me. You, there's not on the Mac side of the fence. And I remember going through that process, and like Apple doesn't like Apple doesn't particularly feel good about doing like about stuff when it comes to security. Like they they really want to lock that down, um, especially in the you know the doubling down on security and all that. And it's the sort of thing where they might not care so much that they're going to turn up to your your door and be like, Russell, you're going to jail for building a Hackintosh. <laughs> it's a reason it's called a jailbreak, son. Come this but, way. Uh, <laughs> but I think they probably do care in the fa- in in the sense that anything that you're doing in order to be able to get that to run on your piece of hardware, if that poses a security risk, they're definitely going to care about that. And I think that's more like that they care about that more than they care about like the illegality of it yeah i've been wondering about this as well like obviously currently they're pushing the ipad pro fairly heavily they're like this is the future of computing people you know playgrounds will be on there soon you'll be able to do like more and more things like yeah they've made a a nine point i don't know why they call it 10 inch but 9.7 inch one as well I do wonder if that's some of the reason they're letting their Mac hardware like lag behind because they're like, this is where you should be. You know, you can buy that other Mac stuff if you want, but it's not as good. Like that's that's the past. You got to be with the future. And then I wonder if that you know they're reading all this Hackintosh stuff. Like, I wonder if that makes them more determined to push the iPad stuff, or you know, could that possibly push them to update the Mac line? I think this kind of relates to a similar thing that we were talking about one time, where it was uh, where we were discussing the idea behind quality versus the bottom line. I, I forget. I, I, th- I forget what the actual episode title was, but the idea was like you know everything was you know everything seems to have been going south with the software quality in recent years. And yet we're seeing this kind of focus on like bottom line with where they just they just care about selling the new stuff and they don't care really about like the quality of the software that goes on it, you know, because it's good enough. Let's just ship it. And I think it's a similar thing. Like we talked in that episode about like, do people do they care about the fact that people are saying that, you know, their software is causing people problems, like people are running into weird glitches and, you know, you know, uh, functional high ground, something, something. I don't even, I don't even know. Uh, Marcos, but- <laughs> some Greek guy wrote some posts yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, that that uh, that Mark guy. And like we, I think we, like we talked about it, and we were like, do do they care whether or not this is being talked about? And I think this is a similar playing field. Like, do they care that people are saying that their hardware quality is kind of on the decline? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. You're probably right. Like they they care at some level, but. At the same time, they probably know, like, you know, what the pipeline is for the future stuff coming up. And they're like, you know, come September, you guys will stop whining when we release, like, X, Y, and Z, which is probably, I think, is true. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing that's held me back from building one is we we have a thing in Australia, I'm sure a lot of other countries have this, where you come to the end of the financial tax year and then you're like, oh, what can I buy, like, in the last few days that I can write off, like, five <laughs> days later? I'm like, yeah. And then I looked at the Hackintosh thing. I'm like, oh, this is, this is interesting. Like, I could buy all yeah. these components and I get basically 30% off. And the only thing that put me off is I'm like, I pretty much know come September, Apple's going to release you know, September, October, some magical new like Mac hardware. And I'll forget that this that like was everything. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the rumors are looking good, but I mean, they're still just rumors. I, I, I think it's the sort of thing where you, you have to weigh up the pros and the cons, right? And the pros are probably that Hackintosh is, yeah, sure, they have better clock speeds. They have 
you know, better, you know, better capacity. You can have faster hard drives in them. Then you can do all this other, you know, crazy business with it. Like, you know, make your computer essentially, you know, better than anything that Mac that Apple is going to provide with Macs. You know, sure, that's you know, that's definitely a pro. Con. On the other hand, is that you know you have to make sure that all the hardware is going to be good. You have to f- probably follow a guide to make sure that you're getting the right stuff. Uh, you need to then go through, and if you know anything is kind of off the beaten path, you have to find a you know a driver for it, a kext for it, and install it. Make sure it works. And is your audio going to work? You're going to be able to use the new features. Is everything going to be hunky dory? Maybe not. Maybe who knows? And I think that's a pretty big con. Like I mean, that's. It's really two sides of like a massive coin, a massive coin, <laughs> a massive <laughs> like, coin. It's not a small yeah, coin. Well, it's I a mean, the, coin. the 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 risk is high, but the 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 benefit, I guess, is also high. So, I mean, if it comes down to it, like if you're happy to go through that hassle, and if you're go- happy to go through that process, eh, you know, more power to you. <laughs> Jelly doesn't give you a thumbs up or a thumbs down. He just kind of gives you that middle thumbs thing that they used to do in Roman times before they decide whether you die or not. I just, I just, I just kind of turn my head to the side and just go. (laughs) I guess if that's (laughs) what you want to do with your life, you know, knock yourself out, kid. If that's what you're into, you know, whatever floats your boat. (laughs) So I guess this makes the last question I was going to ask you completely and utterly irrelevant, (laughs) but I'm going to ask it anyway. If you were to build a Hackintosh today, Jelly, what what would you use it for? If I was to build a Hackintosh, like we said, they're pretty much the only thing that you build is something that you put on a desk. I'd probably build like some sort of server with it, like a build server or something like that would make sense, especially given that Apple doesn't really kind of target that market at all anymore. I feel like that'd be a pretty good, you know, p- pretty good place to do it because you're, you know, I, I wouldn't have to go through like, you know, if the sound doesn't work, that's fine. And I love my laptop. Like the laptop is, I, I don't think I'll ever go back to having a desk computer, even like the Mac Pro or an iMac, because I really love the idea that I can pick this up and I can take it down to a coffee shop and I can work there or I can go into a client's office and do a little bit of work, you know, somewhere else. Or I can go out and sit on the couch and, you know, just do some tinkering on like a side project while I'm watching, you know, I don't know, Limitless with Mel. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. And I think I've come to the realization, like if I was going to build one, I think it would only be to get slightly better compile times than Phil. So what I'd do is I'd build like a, a cool like Hackintosh, you know, maybe I'm not into the glowy lights and stuff, but it'd be it'd be in a pretty snazzy case. It'd have all the latest gear. And then I'd check out his Android Pocket Cast project. And, you know, we'd hit the build button at the same time and I'd be finished like 15 seconds before and I'd be like, hey, Phil, Phil, look over here and be like, what, Russell, what? And I'd be like, boom. See, I was hoping that what you would, that where that story was going was that you would be like, you, you'd hit the build button and then all of a sudden things would start heating up and everything would get really, really hot and all of a sudden just your entire office just goes, boom. <sighs> oh, that is a much better boom. That is the best boom we've ever had on the show, I think. <laughs> that was a Batman boom. <laughs> Where is the boom? I'm the goddamn boom man. 